Welcome to Beyond the Veil, where we delve into the depths of our human experience and the great mysteries of life. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I'm going to be talking about the quest for the holy grail of life, longevity, eternal life that many people are striving for. Is this a fear of death? Is this a fear of something that is buried deep within within someone's psyche, not wanting to face something that is part of our life, the process of death and rebirth and reincarnation or moving on? Is it that difficult to let go? Or is it part of the curious mind of a human being wanting to push limits and strive for the unattainable, or can it be attained? These are the great questions and mysteries that humanity does venture into. Humanity does push the boundaries to test one's self and push the boundaries of normalities. So it's not really a surprise that people are wanting to live forever or extend their life to longer years myself. Truthfully, I don't know if I would want to live past 100. I feel I will be here for probably a good amount of time, but I don't know if I would want to truly live past 100 years old. Even 100 years old is is quite a decent chunk of time to be here on this planet. And if I was to live to 100 years old, I certainly would want a high quality of life right to the end. I feel that's really important. And I do agree with some of the biohackers out there who are pushing their own biological boundaries, physiological boundaries. However, if we are obsessed with one area in life, if we are obsessed with our body, if we are obsessed with results, if we are obsessed with a certain level of success and attaining a certain goal, then we become imbalanced. And I am completely speaking from experience and I am absolutely certain that a few people out there, I'm not going to drop any names on my opinions here, you can search for yourself. But in my observation, I am fairly certain that a few of the voices and leaders in this realm of longevity are coming from a place of being extremely imbalanced within themselves. I can see it within their face. I have an incredible ability to really sense people's depths, depths as in their emotional well-being, body, mindset, and even lifespan, truthfully. And when you work with many people through their darkness, through their difficulties, you get a sense of the common threads that we all have, meaning what it means to be a human being. And what it means to have a balanced versus an imbalanced life. When we are striving for a certain result, when we are obsessed, when we are focused, hyper-focused on one area of our life. And it is wonderful to have a passion. It is wonderful to want to maintain a healthy life. I am completely all for it. However, if it's coming from a place of obsession or ego, 
then it is not a healthy place. There is not going to be a healthy balance within the body. We have four quadrants within ourselves. Well, actually, five. The four resemble the elements. The fire, which represents our spirit, represents our passion, our desire, our will, our drive. Also represents creativity, the connection with maybe source, if you will, or our energetic self. Then you have the physical, which is represented by earth. The physical represents our body, represents the material world, our ability to build in the material world, our ability to create tangible results if it is within our body, if it is within uh, our life, uh, our home, our career. Then we have the water. The water represents our emotional self, our heart, our senses, our feelings, our interpersonal relationships, our psyche. It does also connect to spirituality a bit and creativity. And then air, representing our mind, our analytical, logical self. And then the fifth one, which isn't really considered an element, but it ties everything together, is the subconscious. That is the deep aspect within yourself. I talk about it a lot because this is what I focus on. Our subconscious is the network that connects to all of those five quadrants. So you can think of your subconscious as a interweb, almost like a computer chip in your body that is buried deep within your psyche. It connects to your nervous system. It connects to your your brain, your mind. It's all part of you. It's part of your memory. It's part of your belief system. It, It governs your response mechanisms, how you perceive certain realities, how you react, how you act, how you feel. And it also does affect the body. It affects behaviors, decisions, etc. So when any of those four quadrants, for example, that I mentioned are out of balance, if we're too focused on hyper-focused on money, career, superficiality, then there's going to be an imbalance. There's going to be an imbalance somewhere. If we are not connected with our heart, if we're not connected with our emotional well-being, with our intuition, then we are going to be operating on one cylinder, not four. If you want to reference it in that way, that's, that's probably a good way of looking at it. It is so easy to be imbalanced, unless you understand this, unless you really understand how this works and have taken time to reflect in and do this deep shadow work, do this subconscious exploration, diving into the emotional well-being, emotional senses, the feelings, the heart, the intuition, paying attention to the body, of course, you know, also our mindset, you know, where our mindset is, and our energetic self, our passion, our drive, our will, even sexuality and passion, but also that subconscious that's tying it all together. If we do not understand how our subconscious works and how it is motivating and, and influencing our life, then we are going to be grossly imbalanced. And I see this with people who are taking charge to live I don't know if it's forever, but I don't think that's possible, but live, extend their years. I feel if you are approaching it from the right place, it can be done. 
I truly feel that if we are balanced, when we are whole, meaning when we have seen our whole self and understood our whole self and taken time to really dive into the depths within ourselves, we can extend our life. We can extend our life and maybe to 140. However, if someone is motivated from ego, if someone is obsessed, if someone is imbalanced and hyper-focused on one area of their life, <clears throat> or maybe a couple, but but still, you know what I mean, right? Where it's really focusing, hyper-focused on results, longevity, uh, beating the clock, and and living um, a youthful and healthy life, which that is good. I'm, I'm all for that. But again, if that is their one goal, and they're achieving it by supplements, and very strict fitness regimes and schedules and uh, procedures, they are searching for the solution in all the wrong places. And this is part of also my experience when I have taken time, and we're talking years, but it's a drop in the bucket. When you think about our lifespan, what four years is is really nothing. Three years is really nothing. I mean, it's it, it feels like it sometimes, but when you're really looking at your greater timeline, your your whole lifespan, I would rather take pause and do this inner dive, and then come out of it in a way where yes, my lifespan will be healthy and. Uh, I'll have a longer lifespan, but it will be quality and balanced. And I can tell you right now by looking at a couple people who are pioneers in this quest for longevity are not approaching it from the right place. If you know who they are, then you know who they are. If you don't, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But I can tell you that there are a couple people who stand out in my mind who are approaching it from ego and approaching it from fear and approaching it from obsession. And when we are approaching it, even the fear that they may not realize is coming, their fear is coming deep, 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 deep from the subconscious. It's an avoidance. It is approving. It is, yes, main motivators to have a level of health. And I am, again, very supportive of that. However, as I mentioned, once there is an imbalance, if there is a severe imbalance, if there is, like I said, ego in any kind of way, some kind of obsession that is putting off the understanding and connection and peace within self and balance within self, there's going to be some kind of negative repercussion that will come up at some time down the road. This is when we charge forward and we stay on track with our goal and we become so hyper-focused. We've trained our mind, we've trained our mindset, and we've trained our, our subconscious to believe that that is the way. And we become so hyper-focused, almost tunnel vision, where we aren't able to see anything else other than what we believe. And this is the danger of obsessions about body, about health. I used to be mildly obsessed about my body from a very, very, very bad place. And I was really hard on myself. And it wore me down. It wore me down. It really did. And it was really, really hard on my body. I was fit. Uh, if you've caught some of my other podcasts, I was a competitive cyclist. I, I won a lot of races. I, by the end of my time as a cyclist, I would only, I, I think I took two two years to ride for fun. I was even more fit when I wasn't racing. 
because I also took the pressure off. I wasn't putting so much pressure on myself and being so hard on myself, but I was also an alcoholic. I was also chronically depressed. And when you are in a competitive level pro or at a high level competition, your body, your weight, your uh, physique is crucially important, but your mindset is also equally important. If your mindset is not healthy, then your body's not going to perform. If your body is not at as optimal performance, then your mind can only get you so far. So it is a balance of the two that are needed in order to succeed in, in the realm of fitness, in the industry, fitness industry or fitness or competition. When you can think about it, though, even in fitness, is it really balanced when you get into that, that highly competitive state of being? Probably not. Truthfully, no, I would say. I mean, I don't know every sport. I don't know everybody. I've known a lot of athletes. Uh, and, you know, when you're a young athlete, especially, it can can create some problems, of course, you know, with confidence, body, body, uh, self-love, you know, body... Um, awareness as far as compassion versus maintaining a certain weight and size and maybe muscle density or endurance. I have to say I'm very supportive of sports. I People can argue the unhealthy aspects, but I do feel athletics are good. I feel athletics do build a lot within ourselves and and allows us to push our bodies and allows us to discover and uncover our true potential from a physical level. But there are like anything, like anything, there are some negative consequences that come with it. And especially the ego can really come into play when it comes to our physical self. It is unfortunately a negative consequence of society. Um, Body image has destroyed people for years, for many years, has uh, created a lot of misery and imbalances within many people due to the fact that they don't feel adequate or pretty or good looking enough or have a a good enough body or healthy enough, etc. It all comes from our subconscious, that balance of how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our body comes from our subconscious, how we truly feel about ourselves. So we can be fit. Like I said, you can be completely fit, have an incredible strength, endurance, etc. But to be truly healthy means that you are in balance with yourself and that you love yourself and that you feel complete and whole within And from there, you can build out. From there, you can work on your physicality. You can work on your endurance. You can work on your mindset. And truthfully, you'll probably have less pressure on yourself and those around you. It will allow you to understand the ego. It will allow you to understand your intuition and your heart. And again, the interpersonal and emotional intelligence aspect is very important. And I feel that, and and again, through my own experiences, when we are balanced, and when we have arrived in a place of self-acceptance, on a deep subconscious level, everything will, in turn, arrive into balance accordingly. The mind will be 
a little bit more positive, probably a little bit more calm down. The body will just adjust to how you feel and how you think, what your thoughts are about yourself. If we put so much pressure on results and performance and analyzing, overanalyzing, we're missing out on so much within ourselves and within the world. And so when, again, we arrive in that place of balance and harmony, and we come to a place of full acceptance, radical acceptance within our heart, within our soul, within ourselves, within our body, our body is just naturally going to respond. We're not going to want to eat junk food. We're not going to want to feed ourselves with alcohol or substances. We're not going to also push and strive to be hard on ourselves. We will start to let go of the pressure. And our body, as I mentioned, will respond as a result. And so if we have deep, deep fear underneath, under the surface that we have not faced, if we have deep wounds that we have not faced under the surface, and I'm not talking, I'm talking about the subconscious, the aspects that we can't see, the aspects that we can't reach, those programs that kind of hold us back or prevent us from something, we just don't know what it is, uh, can come in as a feeling of egoic energy, a very headstrong, uh, very strong in perception and mindset and certainty, but also can come in a feeling a feeling of stuckness within the body, within the stomach, within the, the uh, core self, or maybe within the back, the pressure that we put on ourselves and the fear that it all comes from our subconscious that's embedded deep within. And unfortunately, I feel those who are really striving, hyper obsessed about pushing the boundaries of life, extending their lifespan, maybe approaching it from the wrong place. And as I mentioned, there's nothing wrong with understanding the body. There's nothing wrong with supplements. But also, too, I'm going to venture off and mention that we may not need supplements if we are in balance. So if you think about it for a moment, if you are in balance and your body is attuned and you are attuned with your body from a deep place of alignment and understanding and senses and peace, you will naturally feed your body with what it needs. You will listen to your body. You will be paying attention to your body. You will be in natural rhythm with your body and you'll there, therefore just know what your body needs. And you're at one, you're at peace, you're complete. So will we need really supplements if we are complete? And if we are at peace, I used to take tons of supplements. I don't really anymore. I don't feel like I need to. I may take my lion's mane mushroom, which I love, (laughs) and my ginkgo, more brain food. But really, I don't take supplements so much anymore. I've, I've become so attuned and so comfortable in my body and my body feels good. I sleep when I need to sleep. If I need to sleep extra long, I sleep extra long. If I have energy to work really hard, I work really hard. I just go with the natural rhythm of my body. I don't push anymore. I used to. I used to get up at 5.30 in the morning or 5.20 in the morning. I go out for a 40 kilometer bike ride and then I'd go to work for nine hours. I'd walk to work each way there and back. So that's an extra half hour of work in total or extra half hour of walking in total on top of that. That was my life. (laughs) And then on top of that, I also had a startup business on top of that schedule. So 
we don't have to push and we don't. And by the way, I do have to add, yes, I was miserable at that time. And I was coming from a place of, of ego. I was pushing hard because I was miserable. I was pushing to get out of where I was because I was not happy where I was. So I was pushing, 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 pushing. And it eventually caught up, right? It eventually caught up and it eventually will catch up. This is the thing. If we don't take pause and if we don't understand ourselves and if we don't connect within ourselves, it, it meaning our fear or our ego or what we're hiding from or what we're avoiding in our shadow will catch up to us eventually. And it most likely will come in as a disease or an ache or an illness, something maybe debilitating. That is our body responding to us saying, hey, start paying attention, start listening, start working on yourself deeper. This whole supplement regime and pushing towards longevity, don't push for it. Don't try. Don't strive. Just be. When we become obsessive, when we're trying, when we're pushing and putting so much pressure on a result, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. And some people may attain it. Some people may reach that goal which is great, but there will be another area that will have consequence due to the imbalance and due to the um, hyper obsession and putting so much pressure on attaining that certain goal. I'm curious. I'm curious to see where this will go with some of these people who are wanting to reach their age limit or if (laughs) indefinitely, who knows, I'm comfortable exiting this life at any time and checking what's beyond the veil, but there's no pressure to live past 100 for myself. I can only speak from my side, but living to 140, especially if you're out of balance, if there's an imbalance there, then the last 20 years probably will not be fun. That's just my take. Take it or leave it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it as well. You can leave comments here in these podcasts. I would love to hear from you how you are enjoying these podcasts. If you want me to cover anything in particular, please let me know. I'm always open for suggestions as I move along here. I'm pretty much downloading ideas as I go throughout my day and jumping on here, creating content that I find inspiring. So I hope it is inspiring for you. I hope you have been gaining some insight uh, with these topics. And I'm wishing you all the best on your journey and beyond. Take care. Thank you for joining another episode of Beyond the Veil. Make sure to find me over on YouTube and Instagram. Also check out my website for more information on the Shadow Project and the Inner Circle. I'm wishing you all the best with your transformative journey and beyond.